ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is Eric, as always, and we are, of course, the Free Minds Podcast. I am back here with my partner in crime, Jim Stroud. Jim, what's going on? Man, we got so much to cover. Uh, I say we just jump in. We got stories on stories on stories. Um, So, first off... You know, you made a good point a minute ago. We were talking like the, the Democrat Party is supposed to be the party of, you know, health care is a human right. And that's a that's a powerful argument when someone says, you know, X is a human right because mm-hmm. then it, it puts you on the defensive. Um, you know, human rights is an interesting thing because it, there's no like pre agreed upon list of things that we like when someone says human rights, we all don't just intuitively understand what that person is trying to say. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own. Uh, you know, idea of what a human right is. But no matter where you land on what a human right might be, this is something that will probably get under your skin. Uh, State Rep. Jonathan Carroll, an Illinois Democrat, has just proposed a bill that would force unvaccinated people to pay for their hospital stays out of pocket. Um, I guess the average cost of a COVID-related hospital stay is $24,000, which is what a lot of people make in a year. Like, you know, I know a lot of people that make 30 grand or less. Um, The proposed bill brought by Carol states that, quote, a person who is eligible to receive a COVID-19 vaccine and chooses not to be vaccinated shall pay for healthcare expenses out of pocket if the person becomes hospitalized because of COVID-19 symptoms. That is, uh, wow. The hypocrisy abounds. Uh, these are the same people who say, who are saying, you know, my body, my choice, right. uh, <laughs> unless, yep. it, unless it comes to the uh, COVID vaccine. Unless it gets in the way of Pfizer's bottom line. Yes. And then you don't have a choice anymore. No, no, not at all. Um, <clears throat> it's, it a, it's a bit mind blowing that uh, people can, with a straight face, introduce legislation like this, because we're, let's, let's just take a step back and see where, where, do, you, where do you think this goes in five years? What about fat people who have who have heart problems? Should yeah. they be denied? Or should they have to pay out of pocket? What about mm-hmm. alcoholics who have liver issues? Should they be forced to pay for their own treatment out of out of pocket? Like where does this end? I think it's I think it's a slippery slope towards eugenics. I saw, I remember seeing yes. this news report where it was some European country where they were trying to argue that people with Down syndrome should be uh, euthanized in the womb because they won't have uh, as much of a contribution as quote unquote normal human beings. It it was really, it was really sick. That's a pretty typical argument from the left about abortion though. Like if you ever sit down and talk to someone who is pro-abortion or Mm. pro-choice, it's really just pro-abortion these days. It's not even pro-choice, but a lot of, a lot of the times what they'll say is, well, this person might not have a good life because X. Like, oh, the mother is poor or they have this or that. It's like, okay, well, if that's your logic about when it's okay to kill somebody is they might not have what you consider to be a good life, then we got a lot of people to kill. Um, yeah. Poor people, homeless people, people with any type of mental illness. I mean, we got a lot of killing to do if that's the line. If we're deciding that's where the line is, and we're going to kill everyone below that line of whatever you set that standard as, then we got a lot of people to kill. That doesn't really make any sense. No, it doesn't. It's, it's very scary. I, 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 I shudder to think that it would happen. I, they have this argument now um, coming to, to Supreme Court. They're fighting. Uh, they're going to do the Roe versus Wade. And they're, yeah, they, they actually yeah. just finished arguments. 
Oh, really? They're deliberating. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. They're going to deliver the decision, I think, in June. Um, yeah. After the elections, <laughs> yep. like we, we don't want to be political. You know, you know the court these days—they're too terrified to do anything. Well, you know um, they're intimidating judges. You were telling me um, prior to the prior to the uh, show that there um, is this new trend of intimidating judges. Tell me about that real quick. Yeah, man. So this guy uh, Cortez Rice, a BLM protester, mm. uh, he went to what he thought was the home of Judge in the Kim Potter trial. Uh, live streaming his protest uh, because the judge decided to not allow cameras into the courtroom, hmm. um, which I think after the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, I think people are all just kind of like, why, why can't we see what's happening? Why is this not the standard? It's actually mm-hmm. very rare for cameras to be allowed in a courtroom setting. Um, and in any federal case at all, there's no cameras, period. It doesn't matter. So the standard is actually to not have cameras because that was such a monumentally huge trial and everyone was literally every person on the on, on the planet was like waiting with bated breath sure. they allowed cameras in for that one but that's not the standard at all um but i think this it speaks to a bigger issue of this intimidation that we've seen the left trying to intimidate the system i think they succeeded with derek chauvin um yeah i think they failed with kyle rittenhouse and but i mean like was it the uh, MSNBC? I forget if it was MSNBC or CNN. That that guy who was following the jury bus, yeah, trying was to it, snap pictures. That was in that was an MSNBC uh, cameraman uh, like, who MSNBC disavowed once he got caught. I'm sure if he had <laughs> succeeded, it wouldn't have disavowed him. But he blew yeah. through a red light. That's the only why he got caught. Right, right, creating legitimate hazard. He could have smashed into a car. Someone could have hit him. Because he was trying to do something illegal, which is just to just to get a glimpse of a picture of the jury, which for what? Mm-hmm. what how does it? So they could be well, doxxed. And so it could be an example of if you go yes. against the left, uh, then you this, this is what could happen to you. You know, I, I salute for you. I salute the jury who gave the verdict they did. They looked at the evidence and yeah. they said, you know what? This is this guy is, is was self-defense. It took balls. Yeah, because they were out. Actually, they were they were protesters outside of the courthouse, yep. yelling obscenities, saying, "You know, you better this better go the right way, or we're gonna get you." And that was the second time that somebody was caught trying to photograph the jury. The first time they successfully did. Yeah, remember that because yeah. the, the judge was, said, uh, "Well, we we made them delete the pictures. I'm sure it's fine." It's like, wasn't that George Floyd's uh, cousin or nephew or something, some kind of relatives or correct. something? Yeah, it was George Floyd's. Yeah, exactly. I forget if it was cousin. Yeah. Um, but it's like the judge, while I think he did a lot of things right, I don't think he understands how the cloud works. Like when I take (laughs) a picture on my phone, I can delete it from my phone. That doesn't mean it's gone. It's just in the cloud. I can, I can access it on my laptop. I can pull it up on my phone still later. Mm -hmm. I can pull it up on my tablet. Like, so I think he had the right idea in mind. He just, it was clear. He didn't understand the functionality of the technology. And, um, but this is just, like I say, it's a, it's a bigger problem that the left has now decided they are going to actively try to put their thumb on the scale and affect the, the outcome of these cases. If, yeah. you know, if, if they don't get what they want, there'll be consequences. It this is, is not, that's not democracy. That's not justice. This, that's mob rule. And this is what we're descending into. And they've been consistent. It's not like this is a surprise to anybody. Right. You know, this is because I, you know, I'm, I'm curious 
um, to see whether or not the Republicans, <laughs> nice little laugh, but the Republicans uh, find their inner strength and, and put some legislation in place or at least come up harder against these kind of leftist attacks. You know, um, if someone intimidates the, uh, a judge, they should go to jail every time. If someone takes a picture to dox jurors, they should go to jail every time. It shouldn't be this two-tier justice system. You right. know, I'm looking at, um, you have like the January 6th um, protesters and writers, whatever you want to call them, who weren't officially charged of insurrection, but that's what supposedly they're, they're there for. They got officially got charged with um, trespassing, not insurrection. Right. Um, but some of them are still in jail today, whereas you had people... Uh, protesting um, with BLM and Antifa for a whole summer with billions of dollars, nine straight months, billions of dollars of damages based on, you know, that's according to the insurance company who had to pay yeah. for it. 26 you know? deaths. And, and, and they just scot free. Yeah. They got bailed out. They got bailed out because a politician like Kamala Harris, for example, yeah. uh, lobbied to say, Hey, donate money so that we can bail these people out. So we can bail out the peaceful protesters <laughs> who, who created $2 billion. I think it was $2 billion. $2 Tim Pool covered, uh, <clears throat> I forget the person's name, but he covered a story about one of the people who was attacking police officers in, uh, I think it was Portland, mm. got arrested, got out from Kamala Harris's bail fund, and then burned down the police council building. Wow. <laughs> it's like, wow. you can't, there's... <laughs> You just can't make this up. Like if you, so, I mean, I, I will admit that a lot of the problem isn't necessary. Like the police officers, yes. You know, sometimes they choose to not arrest Antifa. There's actually videos where they've protected yeah. Antifa and this and that. Mm. But a lot of the problem is the prosecutors. And yeah. I, I know as soon as you say the name George Soros, there's a million people that just roll their eyes and go, oh, here we go. With the, <laughs> the, the right wing conspiracy theorists. But this guy is legitimately influencing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, he's throwing millions and millions of dollars at like local elections mm -hmm. for, you know, prosecutors. And it's been covered in like, you know, the Philadelphia Inquirer, like little like papers that are not right wing organizations. They're just being like, hey, so usually people spend $1,500 on this race. And all of a sudden, George Soros came along and he's like, Here's 1.5 million. And he installs essentially these prosecutors who like Chessa Bowden, who just mm -hmm. decide, you know, eh, if you if you have the right political ideas, your crimes don't count. You know, like the D.A. in um, in, in Waukesha, Wisconsin, the guy who committed that terrorist attack, mowed down 60 people with his car, killing. I think it was seven children, maiming a bunch of people. He yeah. was out on a thousand dollars bail for running over the child of the mother of his child the week before can you imagine intentionally running over a person and then being out on a thousand dollars bail now compare that to what if that had been a white person mowed down black people <laughs> the media would literally have lit the world on fire uh, most definitely most definitely it's, i think it's this cognitive dissonance on the left where they see things and they don't see things clearly. Like I'm thinking no. of Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. She was quoted in the news yesterday about saying that uh, these robberies, these snatch and grab gangs, they're going all through California. Now they, they lowered the 
the threshold um, or increase the threshold for misdemeanor crime. So if you if you were in um, I think LA County and you went into a Gucci store and you broke windows and grabbed watches, whatever, as long as those the stuff you stole was under I think under nine hundred dollars, then they wouldn't arrest you. Right. Right. And so uh, when Alexander Ocasio Cortez was questioned about this, she was like, "Oh, it's not really happening. I think it was a, a Walgreens that was broken into, but there's no data beyond that." And so social media was like, "What are you talking about? There's tons of videos of them just going through and just snatching stuff." So I don't know if it's that they don't see it or they don't want to see it, or in their minds they just don't connect that the policies that they produce that they create are what's producing these these consequences. Well, I think um, ignorance is a shield. So the fact that the media doesn't report on all of these events Mm. if the media doesn't report on it they don't know about it and they're perfectly happy to just not to just be uninformed like well i I didn't see anything about that it must be a right-wing conspiracy lie well no we just have the facts and we look at the videos every day like if you watch you know steven crowder or whoever he'll literally just play videos and be like hey uh this happened Mm -hmm. we didn't this isn't a deep fake like these people actually Went into the store, robbed everything. I remember in Chicago last year when the when the George Floyd riots were happening, mm. there were people that were pulling up to these malls. They they would rent U-Hauls, and they were just <laughs> filling up U-Hauls, seriously, holding goods, wow, black screens and playstations and all this, and then just driving away. And it's like we're we're just affirming the value of Black lives. I don't know what your problem is. What well, are they like, they're, they're saying is reparations? They have insurance and the insurance will pay for it. It's reparations for slavery. I've heard people say that online. Yeah, uh, actually, which is really <laughs> just disgusting and, and sickening. It is not. I, I think when it gets to a point where crime hits their neighborhood or it affects them personally, then they'll see it as a problem. But until it affects them personally, right. it's, it's, not, it's not an issue. Until I the think, riots hit Beverly Hills, they're going to keep being like, yeah, defund the police. Until the riots hit Beverly Hills and gets over their gated communities right. into the houses, then yeah. it's a problem. I think uh, even these politicians, a lot of them, um, <laughs> I can name a few, that they'll say defund the police, but they'll have their own personal police force with them that we, the taxpayers have paid for. It's, Who have guns, by yeah. the way. Yeah. They're anti-gun. They don't want people to have guns, but their security guy, well, obviously they have to have guns. They're protecting me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. important. Yeah. You're yeah. just a you're just a peon. You I don't I, matter. I think that was um, I think you're you're almost quoting verbatim. I think it was Corey Bush <laughs> who who oh, said that. Yeah. I think I think it's who I'm thinking of. Uh, but yeah, it's the hypocrisy is abounding. The hypocrisy is abounding. If they didn't have double standards, they'd have no standards at all. <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> oh, did you know that today is the anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor? Oh, man. Yeah, that's heavy. I, I did not know that. The event for those who go to public schools, uh, Pearl <laughs> Harbor. <laughs> oh, that was me. <laughs> I do apologize. for No, that was for funny. The te- for the You're teachers who, do, who are doing their job. Uh, Pearl Harbor was an event where uh, Japan attacked the U.S. Naval Base in Pearl Harbor in Hawaii on December 7th, back in 1941. Yeah. And it shook the country um, because at the time, 
we were focused on on the war being in Europe. Like, wow, look at that stuff happening over there. And then when they bombed us over here, we're like, oh, well, we're in it now. Nuke. (laughs) So that's how we got into (laughs) World War II. They bombed us and we got into it. Like, we don't have time to fight a ground war in two places. So we're just going to nuke y'all. Have a good day. Nagasaki and Hiroshima. That that pretty much did it. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. You guys are serious. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I misunderstood. It's like somebody ran up behind someone else and slapped him in the head. And this dude just turns around with like a a, a python and just puts two in their chest. Like, we're not playing with you. We don't have time for this. We're already kind of stretched thin. We're not playing this game. Yeah. Boom. And and I was looking at some some archival footage on, what what did I see this? I think it was Real America Voice. I was watching, they were showing some archival footage of that. And as they were showing the, showing our guys going out to fight uh, the Nazis and, and, and the Japanese at the time, it made me wonder, could the guys to the men of today <laughs> go out there and fight yeah. like they could in World War II? That's one thing I thought about when yeah. I see all this woke stuff. I was yeah. like, man, I, that like, who men were men, you know, strong and uh, they didn't call it toxic masculinity. They just called it being a man back then, right. uh, which is really interesting. But it made me wonder um, how much danger we're in today, even more so than we were back then, because back then we're, we, we just, we were just fighting the Nazis and the Axis powers. But now we have very real situations of imminent threats. Like there's three on the horizon. We got, we got the potential Russian invasion of Ukraine. Yeah. Troops you know? massing on borders. Yeah. In real, I mean, like, like now, literally uh, right as we're speaking. You have China buzzing over Taiwan, going na 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 to see what the United States is going to do, and we've done nothing there. Joe Biden's too weak, obviously. He's not going to do anything. And then you got the potential collapse of the Iran nuclear talks, where Iran's going to just get a nuclear bomb. And, and I, I don't think that the Biden administration is going to be mad at that if they do get a nuclear bomb, because no. they've already dropped pallets full of cash. Right, I was going to say, the, <laughs> the Obama-Biden administration... Yeah airlifted them pallets and pallets of cash i believe it was a one billion dollars in cash yeah and then just here you go bud and that's so you don't try to kill everybody appeasement you know here's a bunch of money for you to not try to kill everyone has it ever worked like what do you think they're going to do with the money what do you it hasn't worked so far so why do you think it's gonna it's gonna continue to to work it wouldn't shock me if more money was being slipped under the table to uh to a system yeah Uh, it, I feel like really there comes a point where you can no longer attribute all of these things to just ignorance and bad policy. You have to start being like, okay, you're actively trying to destroy us. Yeah. You're not just, you can't yeah. just be this dumb. Nobody can be this dumb. No, no. Right. I mean, if it, yeah, I mean, Iran getting a nuclear weapon is pretty that would, bad. That would be, oof. That would be really bad. However, I I would almost rather that happen than to engage in all-out war with China. That is like, that's like a five alarm fire. If we, if we end up at war with China, I mean, you could say we're already at war with China on an economic level. Sure. Um, Sure. We've been under attack by China from, for years with all the, the hacking of businesses and the stealing of intellectual property and all the things that have been happening for you know, who probably decades really, but we've known about it for like 10, 11 years. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I feel like China is 
the big boss like at the end of the game like they're that's that's the one you really have to worry about Most there's, a, there's a lot of other stuff along the way um but china is the big one and and russia too now i mean it, yeah that's <laughs> russia's russia's and everyone always props up russia is number one but china is definitely number one russia is is always concerned because they got nukes right uh, right. Economically, we we can squash them like a I don't say like a bug, but we we yeah, can definitely we can definitely squash them uh, economically. Long as they don't pull them nukes out, now, as long as they keep the nukes away, we're we're the guy. We're 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 top of the heap. Do you but, do you still believe in the idea of deterrence, like mutually assured destruction? Do you still think that works? I think it works when you have competent leadership. Uh, I think that. Um, <laughs> Hate to say it, but it's true. I think um, yeah. our the president administration is compromised. When you look at the the Hunter laptop, the laptop from hell, as they call it, and it's yeah. just full of evidence where um, Biden has been compromised with the payoffs and other and half the country is like, nope, 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 can't hear you. Nope, don't want nope, don't nope. want to see it, but it's it's there. I mean, to the yeah. point where um, Miranda Devine, who broke that story for New York Post, she has a book out with even more details talking about what's in the laptop and stuff like that. And they will not talk about that book on, in the mainstream media. You have, to, you have to learn about that book in on Newsmax or Fox or One yeah. American News, some, some right outlet like that, right wing outlet yeah. like that. But you don't hear anything about her book. Of course in, not. It's in the main news. Now, if that had been Trump, that's, this, is, this is always a litmus test of how, how right. uh, crazy it is. If there was a book written about Trump and how his son had made deals with China, Ukraine, um, and uh, illegal deals, drugs. It would be all had over inappropriate the place. relationships with young girls in the family. Yes, yes. Smoking cheese, <laughs> smoking Parmesan cheese. All flat of that. out admitted to. Yeah, yeah. This is a admit. Imagine then, a picture of Don Trump Jr. laying in bed with a crack oh pipe out of his mouth. If a prostitute, imagine if a, if a prostitute right next to him. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just imagine. But nope, nope. They're, they're, those are the bad people, and these are the good people. So we have to protect them. It's just like um, RFK's book on Fauci that just came out. Yes, I don't know if you've Another, seen anything about that. But yeah, oh my yeah. God, mm-hmm. he was using minority children in foster homes as guinea pigs for these drugs that he was trying to test during the AIDS research. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them were there. Were, there was certain. Uh, I didn't actually read the book, but I read a little blurb, and it was something like. Uh, the parents who didn't want their kids to be part of these, you know, trials, mm. parental services would show up and take their kids what? and put them in foster care with foster parents who were like, yeah, do whatever you want. I don't give a shit. Wow. Wow. Yeah. They would literally like, oh, you're not going to, you're not going to allow us to test these experimental drugs on your child. You're obviously an unfit parent. And then they took those children, put them in the system and then did whatever they wanted to them. That's worse than the beagle experiments he did. When he put the yeah. beagle heads in this little yeah. box and then put yeah. flesh eating. It's almost worse than on the uh, sewing the scalps of aborted fetuses onto mice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is. Yeah. Which is. He, he, he is the real man. There's scientist. almost no words. He's like Mengele. Oh. Like, how is this guy just allowed to be out there making policy and deciding what's right for the country? See, that's the power of the media, the mainstream media, to make you yes. think a certain way. There are still people who think that Rittenhouse went uh, out there to specifically oh, to shoot God. Black Lives Matter. 
and that he killed Jacob Blake or whoever the person was who's still alive in the hospital. Um, yep. They think that he went out. He, some people think he went out and killed black people still, even after yep. his, even though he's been exonerated. You know, they still a lot of people still believe that. But that's what the media can do. Can make you think all kinds of things. You keep repeating a lie over and over again. You're going to believe it. Alexander you know? Solzhenitsyn, you're right yep. about that. And the Gulag Archipelago It's like we know they're lying they know they're lying and they know that we know they're lying and they just keep lying. Yeah. And yeah. since there's so many people that are completely enthralled and have had their minds turned inside out by propaganda, they can just keep lying because they have enough protection from the system. There's enough people that are believing their lies that will stand up for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, God, I, I, I actually, the last podcast episode I did was just all about the lies of the media. It was called house of lies. And it's like, that was a I long mean, podcast, I bet. <laughs> it was. It was like an hour long. It was really long. And it's just... Scratching I mean, the surface. You, what do you do? How do you fight back against this machine? I mean, you can keep, do what we're doing, which is try to get the truth out of people. Yeah. But only people who are actively interested in finding the truth and listening to those other sources are going to find it. It's almost impossible to break through the cognitive dissonance and all of the, the, the programming for yeah. any of these people that have been watching the cor- the corporate press and the mainstream media, they're just they're just zombies at this point. They're just gone. And I, I, think- I don't I honestly don't know if we are capable of sort of breaking them out of the matrix. Well, in addition to the media, it's also the the long running trend of putting profits over patriotism. Uh, I mentioned earlier about uh, us getting into World War II. Out of curiosity, I, I, I look at trends, I look at historic trends, because I, I always say if it happened once, it'll happen again if, if, if you're not careful. Right. And so I, back in World War II, there were several American companies who chose profits or patriotism. And some of these might surprise you because some of them surprising to me. Okay, like Chase Bank, right? Mm. Back, uh, was one of many banks. It's not, they weren't the only one to do this, if, if that's a defense. Uh, but Chase Bank was one of many around the world that continued to work with the Nazis during World War II. They froze the assets of many European Jewish customers as a common practice to cooperate with the Third Reich, right? Wow. And then you have, believe it or not, Henry Ford, who, you know, Ford cars. Yeah. Uh, he was an anti-Semite and he was awarded a Nazi medal designed for distinguished foreigners in 1938. Ford uh, sold uh, and made cars with Russia, slave labor for Americans and Germans during World War II. So you got both of that. And then there was um, the, the, I keep calling the camera company, but they do more than that, but Kodak. Mm -hmm. So the German branch of Kodak, they actually used Jewish slave labor from concentration camps um, while still producing film stock for the Nazis uh, during the war. And when I saw that i said that i said could that happen again i said well it happened before you know yeah. it could happen again if you're not careful and then i came across this <coughs> excuse me came across this article about apple and tim cook now tim cook he secretly met with with uh with china in 2016 and he signed a 275 billion dollar deal with Chinese officials. Not send somebody over to make it happen. He personally went over to China 
and kiss the ring. Money, yeah. And, and kiss the ring. And he made like a five year agreement with the Chinese government uh, back in 2016 uh, because they felt like, I guess, he was getting feeling pressure from China that he wasn't, Apple wasn't doing enough to benefit China. So he thought, you know, $275 billion may, may be enough. And so God. when you, when I look at that, and then I also look at how uh, Apple, and they're not the only ones, so that's a defense, uh, using slave labor, the Uyghurs, the uh, to, studios. Yeah, to make to make their products. You have companies like that. It, it's reminiscent of World War II in that, you know, you got slave labor and you, you're still cozying up to the enemy. And although we aren't in a full out kinetic war with China, with tanks and whatnot, Right. I mean, we're we're pretty much there. A lot of people on the left and right, pretty much are saying, uh, "Yeah, luck is going to happen." Yeah, Look like it. Just know, a matter I, of time. I think the only reason why it hasn't happened so far is because we owe them so much money. <laughs> right. And if we go to war with them, then you know we can nationalize our assets and say, "Oh, well, we're at war, so uh, you know all bets are off." Yeah, we got to cancel that debt. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a big debt Which, cancellation. They're the, I think, primary holder of most of our debt. Yeah, is China, like by a, by a large margin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's really interesting what you're saying about looking at historic trends and this and that. It got me thinking. Um, in the Gulag Archipelago, Alexander Solzhenitsyn writes about um, how a reporter. I don't want to say for sure that it was New York Times because I haven't read that book in like eight months. It's been a while, mm-hmm. but a reporter <clears throat> shows up goes to he's to one of the gulags and is interviewing people and he's like how do you like it here you know what's going on and children just emaciated and starving being like you know they it's terrible we're dying they they don't feed us and uh you know just like there there was no possible way that this guy left thinking that these gulags were a good thing but when he got back you know what he wrote oh the russians have created a paradise and everything is it literally just Full blown propaganda wow. covering wow. for the gulags, essentially, you know, work camps, death camps. Wow. And the same thing happened with the New York Times and the Nazis. The New York mm. Times covered for the Nazis for the first few years of the war. They were like, oh, there's no camps. Oh, that's not happening. This is just all, you know, propaganda. But the propaganda was that everything was fine. The propaganda was that the Nazis weren't culling the population of jews like it was if i mean if you look at what happened in the past like you're saying it's actually not that surprising that we are where we are now if you look Mm -hmm. at where our media companies have been aligned throughout history Mm -hmm. when it comes to totalitarian regimes like china it's it's it actually makes perfect sense look at the nba look at disney Look at all these companies that are just like, yeah, what? We're, we love communist China. They're the best. And they're literally have concentration camps with they're doing forced abortions, organ harvesting and all these things. And yet LeBron, Ch- LeBron James is just down on his knees, kissing the ring and doing other things one does on their knees. And it's just, it's really not surprising at all that we are where we are because there have always been those people who will put ideology or just money above patriotism and morality. You know what? When you, when you said that putting money over patriotism and, and morality, imagine you look at the power the media has. And so imagine that you are a 
you know, super patriot, let's say, I don't know, Tucker Carlson or right or somebody on, on big on the right. <clears throat> if they can get dirt on you to scandalize your name, they will use it. Right. right. And so I thought about that when I bring up the, when I saw this next article, I'm bringing it to your attention. Right. So there is a uh, there's been a long running, uh, long running trend of sexting uh, through through the mobile phone and online where people, you know, share their their uh, uh, it's called them spicy photos. Anthony's Wiener. <laughs> Anthony's Wiener. Uh, sharing uh, spicy photos uh, mm-hmm. over the Internet. And so people will share them with their lovers and uh, it'll get hacked and they'll get all over the internet and they're embarrassed, whatever. Right. Right. So Facebook now known as meta wants to uh, buck that trend by protecting their users. And how would they do that? I can't even believe the story. (laughs) They will do this by saying, Hey, we got this, we're setting up this database, upload your spicy photos and videos, whatever. And we will, uh, tag them, we'll make a, a copy or whatever, and put a digital watermark on it, whatever. And if someone is sharing this particular photo or sharing this particular spicy video on Facebook or on Instagram or any of our partner sites that they work with, mm-hmm. then we'll flag it and we won't let it spread. There you go. But the first thing you got to do. Problem solved. First thing you got to do, though, for it to work. You got to upload all your saucy photos <laughs> you <can't. laughs> and all your spicy video. This, you got to let us protect you by giving us all of your compromising information. This is the epitome <laughs> of stupid. You literally couldn't write. It's like an SNL sketch. This is how it's like. I give us all your, your blackmail information and we'll make sure that it doesn't get out on the Internet. Trust us, like, we're Facebook. No, it's, right. it's, it's Facebook, bro. Come on, it's perfectly safe. We and, never get hacked, and there's never any type of leaks or anything. And you know what? You said hack. I looked because when I read that, that's the second thing I looked up. I said, now, how many times has Facebook been hacked? And I mm. found this story that was updated on November 21st of this year from oh. a site called Privacy Affairs. Um, and this is a quote from that. Uh, well, I'll just read the headline. It says it all. Data of over 1.5 billion Facebook users sold on Hacker Forum. Yeah. So if you have a database of saucy, spicy videos and spicy photographs, where's a hacker going to go? I think I'm going to go to that database. Yeah. And I'm going to, you know, sell that to some porn sites or better yet, if I can track that down to an individual, I can blackmail them. Right. Or, you know, if they're a celebrity. Ho, ho, ho. If it's like a, you know, yeah, like a, or, or a celebrity's like daughter or something or like the yeah. daughter of like a big, you know, Fortune 500 CEO or something like that. Or the daughter They're of a politician or a politician. Right. And then That's, you own them. Yes. And then you're going to vote a certain way. It's like, and, and so I read that, I said, well, maybe the best, the best option is, uh, you know, not to, not to give it to them. Right. Or maybe just not take them yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Know, pass them around. I don't know. No judgment. I'm just saying. It so bonkers that we, this, this can't be reality. <laughs> it just can't be. <laughs> reality can't be this dumb. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Yeah. I, for the record, I would never uh, upload anything. Not saying I have spicy photos, <laughs> but if I did, 
I wouldn't upload them to Facebook and say, hey, I'm right. giving this to you so they don't go anywhere else. I'm trusting you guys now. <laughs> all right. Don't let me down. <laughs> what? Any honestly, anyone that's dumb enough to do this deserves whatever happens. You deserve every bit of the suffering <sighs> that comes from this. It's that, just hard to believe that this is really reality. Yeah, it is. How can this be real? I, I don't I have no idea. I, mm, just maybe scratch. This is why SN, This is why SNL is crashing and burning because reality is already satirically stupid. So how mm-hmm. do you satirize a satire? <laughs> I don't know. know. The the Babylon B. I tell you what, they are so Killing on it. it. All of their satire is like real life, you know, because yeah. I saw an interview with uh, their CEO and this, the, the reporter was asking, so well, how do you come up with your ideas? He said, you know what, dude, I just look at reality and say, what is the weirdest thing that could possibly happen? And that would right. be, <laughs> be our headline. Right. How crazy could it be? And uh, so far, they're, they're nailing it. They are nailing it. Yeah, they've been uh, on point this this past few years like from the from the trump administration on like no one else mm-hmm. um i'm just mm-hmm. scrolling through their website i saw an article earlier that was so good mm. but of course my computer is being all slow and uh, that's the hackers <laughs> you're looking for your spicy photos no sex pics on there bud sorry and besides nobody wants to see that you can't blackmail me for anything people will pay me to take that off the internet <laughs> sort of like my only fans page people pay me to keep my clothes on no, we're gonna give you a dollar please keep it on God, please no. keep it on <laughs> i'll give you two dollars don't take it off don't uh, take it off <laughs> so not- um so the last thing I think we should cover real quick before we get out of here is uh, mm. the story of Juicy. <laughs> Good old <laughs> Juicy Smoothie. <laughs> this guy is just so dumb. Oh, I, can't, wow. I can't even wrap my head around. So mm. all the support that he had, I mean, congressional yeah. leadership, top, like the, you know, the, 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 the cream of the crop, so to speak, the richest people in the country. Mm-hmm. All these leftists coming out supporting him, being like, you know, we believe you, and this is why we have to vote Trump out of office and all this crap. And it's like, okay. The the brothers that that supposedly attacked him mm. were black, gay, Nigerian twins who it- Jesse has had a sexual relationship with. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he didn't recognize them. Supposedly. Right. <laughs> like, who I are mean, these people? <laughs> there's literally a video of him and the and the brothers at the spot going over like the choreography of what they're gonna do. Wow. Pointing at the camera, <laughs> literally pointing at the CCTV camera, being like, Wow, so we gotta make sure we're right here under the <laughs> and he's actually trying to say. I, I don't know them. Oh no! Uh, and, and then he's wow. like, "Oh, I, I paid them the thirty five hundred dollars that I paid them was for wow uh, training. It was for physical training." Mm. Mm-hmm. And mm. I mean, wow! And of course, like we were just talking about the power of the media, there's still people that are completely like, "Yeah, well, yeah, those those evil mega people just attacked him." 
Does it make sense to you? In Chicago? I mean, how many MAGA people you can right. find in right. Chicago? That, yeah, that ain't MAGA country. Sorry. It's just not. <laughs> it is not. It's just it's not. not. Um, but okay, so let's just say there's two really racist Trump supporters walking through Chicago at two o'clock in the morning. Do you think they're going to be like, hey, that's that gay black actor from that show Empire? No, they're not. Because they don't know who that is. They don't watch Empire. They would not they be watching watch Empire. <laughs> There's no one that would be safer from people like that. Not that they exist, mm-hmm. obviously, because I don't mm-hmm. know a single racist Trump supporter. But I don't either. Even if they're like, they would never know who you were. You're a D-list celebrity on a show that basically only black people watch. Pretty much. Like, Pretty the whole much. story is so laughably stupid. It's like the Bubba Wallace race crime hoax, you know, the the, the, the fake the fake news <laughs> that was used to pull the garage door closed. How oh many FBI gosh. agents did they send to investigate the Bubba Wallace thing? Like 40? Oh At least. How many people are investigating the BLM riots? Zero. And the murder of David Dorn. Zero. And the murder of Aaron Danielson. Zero. 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 It's just, we, we live in the upside down. Wasn't it? You were telling me too, um, prior to the show, you were telling me about there was another um, uh, famous CNN personality connected with this some kind oh, of way. Oh, God. Yeah. He just implicated Don Lemon. Hoo-hoo, Mr. Lemon. Impli- Don, yeah. Don Lemon actually texted Juicy and was letting him know, like, um, I think it was like a week after he initially filed the, the complaint or the charges. Mm. He, and he was being like, hey, uh, just so you know, the cops are not really buying your story. Uh-oh. Which is essentially interfering with an active investigation. Uh-oh. So now Don Lemon is actually on the hook Uh-oh. on top of the fact that he is being sued by a gentleman. Do you know what he's being sued for? No. Oh, 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 um, he um, sexually assaulted a man at a bar. No, no, no. He sexually assaulted him. Oh, did you, do you not know what happened? No, no, this I don't know is, that one. This is a little bit ridiculous. And mm. OK, so what happened is this guy walks into the bar, sees Don Lemon sitting there and he's like, oh, it's Don Lemon. Says something like gives him some like passing insult as, he, yeah. as he's walking by. Like 20 minutes later, Don Lemon walks over, gets in the guy's face. He's like, hey, so uh, do you like me or something? Is that is that why you're doing this? stuffs his hand down his pants grabs his junk and then smushes his hand in the guy's face are you serious yes i wish people could see your face right now oh my god yeah that is legitimate sexual assault i i was thinking about this earlier in a thousand years it would never occur to me to do that to someone even if they like legitimately attacked me it would never occur to me to grab my genitals and then smush my hand in their face with that like who does that did it are these people oh my god and then you know cuomo yeah yeah we got and now don lemon yeah what is happening at cnn is i think it's karma this is the mainstream media that all these people trust so much. They're literally just predators and perverts. I think karma is coming back. Karma, karma is uh, is a witch, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he deserves whatever happens. But now he's on he's on the hook for the Jesse Smollett thing. 
He's on the hook for sexually assaulting a man in a bar, which just... Did the guy punch him out or was he just stunned? No, the or... guy literally just left. He couldn't even comprehend what just happened to him. He just left. He actually did an interview on Glenn Beck's show. If you want to go back and watch it, the guy wow. gives all the details and everything. It's... Wow. It is unfathomable. I... I, I every, <laughs> yeah. Every time you, I, I think I've heard it all, <laughs> they come up with I something just, new. That is not a way that you attack <laughs> someone. Wow. I, I just... in a thousand years it would never occur to me to do that to a person i never would have thought that either oh my gosh and don Le- like whoa yeah i know so i know we ran a little bit later than you wanted to go no, no, no. Um, that's okay but i mean damn the world is just absolutely crazy wow <laughs> wow and these are the people that the most trusted name in news <laughs> cuomo lubin tubin and don lemon <laughs> Just a bunch of just absolute creeps mm. pushing propaganda and lies and, yeah, this, and actively trying to destroy our country. This is this is uh, in addition to karma coming for them. I guess in a way it's also coming for for, um, for Zucker, who runs uh, Jeff news desk, Jeff Zucker for runs news desk at, at CNN because he had a lot of political aspirations. He wanted to run for governor or mayor or something like that, um, and. Uh, doesn't look good for him either because of all this blowing back on him because he allowed yeah. all this stuff to happen. All this happened, all this happened under his watch. Yeah, and, I don't see any any aspirations of his coming true in the political arena. Well, you know what? The way the great things are crazy as they are, who knows? <laughs> he could be the next hero of the left for all we know. <laughs> he could be the next Avenatti. Oh, I'm sorry, wait. Right. Uh, <laughs> bad example. <laughs> actually a perfect example actually because he was like the hero of the left and then yeah. like, oh wait actually oh man yeah this is this next uh election cycle is going to be interesting i'm gonna say this short for you wrap Mid-terms up terms coming up yeah uh, 19 democrats have decided to retire uh before the midterms that's right 19 and counting and uh that's interesting so i think of all the craziness some of them see what's happening and they know that their power is at an end. And I think that's why a lot of craziness is going on right now, trying to push stuff through because they know that when the election comes around next time, assuming it's totally legitimate, a lot of them will be, will be out. It's like they're uh, on the Titanic trying to steal as much silverware as they can before the ship goes down. <laughs> yeah. That's really yeah. what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. Um. So, but I think that's going to wrap it up for, uh, for this episode. Um, I, so like I, I mentioned on the last show, we are about to start working on a uh, television show. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> um, and uh, so the, you know, we may not get as many podcast episodes out as we would like to, but we're still going to try to do as much content as we can for you guys. Hopefully we can get another one out on Friday. Um and uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for this one. You got anything you want to shout out? Stay tuned for good for <clears throat> big things to happen. And um, if you haven't already, please go to jimstroud.com and subscribe away. That way you won't miss out on big developments as they occur. All right, man. Well, thank you very much for being here. I appreciate having you. Thanks for having me, sir. And uh, that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. I love you all. Thank you for tuning in. And we will see you next time. We love you, America. That's right.